0: Welcome to Publishing Gribble, the podcast that breaks the rules and helps you kickstart your career as a successful nonfiction author and entrepreneur. I'm your host, Melina Benson. Do you know Marie Kondo? She's a great example of how you can build a successful business and a worldwide known personal brand with one simple solution to solve a problem that most people have. A secret monster in your house that will make sure that everything grows messy and disorganized five minutes after you stop cleaning. This week's episode is about how to Marie Kondo your email list. Welcome back, friends. So today we're going to talk about how you can Marie Kondo your email list, how you can toss and put into boxes. Marie's system includes two tactics to toss what doesn't serve you and to put the rest into boxes and organize that in a very neat and very efficient way. So why should you apply this system to your email list? So let's just repeat why you should have an email list in the first place. First of all, whether your email list is valuable or not, depends on not the size of your email list, but the quality of your email list. So if you have a good quality email list, you will have a list full of people who are engaged in your business, engaged in conversations with you, and that are likely to some point in time buy something from you. And also, your email list is the best place to secure the data so that you will never be at risk of losing all of that valuable information and all of that engagement with your customers in case the software that you are using outside of your email list for some reason changes their strategy or will no longer be in the market or whatever might happen, you want to make sure that your data is safe and that you can keep working and serving the people who chose to be on your email list. So they showed you that level of confidence that they want to come closer, they want to be part of your world. And obviously you need to respond to that with valuable information and that you are not giving them a poor experience or sending them unnecessary stuff all the time. Your email list has a certain strength. So there are some metrics in your email service provider that will help you determine the quality of your email list. So the first one is opening rates. The next one is click-through rates. The next one is conversion rates and then unsubscribe as well. So these are the most common. So today I will focus mostly on the opening rate and the unsubscribe rate, but we're also going to talk about delivery rate. So just to briefly give you an introduction to what are these metrics. So the opening rate is how many people that receive your email is going to open that email. And click through rate is how many of those people who open your email will then click on something inside of the email. So that can be to join a webinar. It can be to read a certain blog post. It can be to buy something. Whenever they click something inside of your email, it counts on the click-through rate. The conversion rate is what happens once they click your email. Did they then on the sign-up page for the webinar actually register? Or did they buy the product? Or did they, whatever it is, that your call to action was inside of your email. Unsubscribe from your email list. I'm sure you know what that is. Delivery rate, we will talk a lot more about that. But that is about how many people who actually get the chance to open your email because it was delivered to them. So we'll get more into that in a minute. So when we are talking emails, we have four parties involved. We have you, we have the receiver, We have your email service provider that you use to send out the emails. And then we have also the receiver's email inbox provider. So the inbox provider's task is to provide a good user experience for the receiver of your email. If they don't provide that good experience, they would lose a customer, right? So This concept is very important to keep at the back of your mind as I walk you through this. The purpose of the receiver's inbox provider is to provide a good experience to that user of their system, your receiver of the email. Okay? So, the best way to measure that, whether or not it's a good user experience, is to look at the opening rates. So, this is something that the receiver's email inbox provider can analyze and they can measure whether or not emails that are sent from you is opened and in particularly if that person opens your email list. Why is this important? Because you want to obtain responsiveness. Responsiveness and that people are happy to receive your emails, they open them, They click on them, they do something with that content that measures the relevancy of the people that are on your list. So what is in the emails is matching the person who's receiving the email. And opening rates are quite industry specific. So for the marketing space, it's around 19%, 19 19.3% in average. Mine is between 25 and 35, but that depends a lot on the topic. So for example, if I'm hosting an event or I have a special offer, my opening rates would be higher and others might be lower. So a regular monthly newsletter might be a little bit lower because it's usually not that specific in terms of purpose. Okay, so you might think that 19% and for your industry, that number might be different. But think about it more or less in that range. Okay. Okay. So, you might think that that's not a lot. No, but probably. You don't open all of your emails either, even though you are interested. So, this is why frequently sending out emails, for example, a weekly email, is not a problem because you can repeat some of the messages. You need to repeat some of the messages because you probably, hopefully, you have enough people on your email list that are interested. What you can do then is to make sure that only the people who didn't open the email the first time receives it again, maybe with a different headline so that you can test what works best for you. So I'm going to provide an article of some industry rates so that you can have a ballpark idea of where the opening rate would be in your industry. However, it is more important that you keep an eye out on your opening rate that you use that information to learn what your audience find relevant and interesting so that they will open. And headlines are obviously super important for the opening rate. So I will link to a headline tool that can help you bring in more emotions and make it more compelling. So asking questions, talking to their feelings, even making it SEO friendly, because that's what people are looking for. So if you can find keywords that people are looking for when they are searching Google, they're probably also interested in that topic when receiving an email from you. So even though it doesn't have a direct impact on your SEO ranking on Google You can still use that kind of tools to create great headlines. A little while ago, I created a live video about headlines. So I'm also going to put a link to that in the show notes. So you can go watch that and also get to know that tool that I'm mentioning that I'm going to be linking to. There are a few things in terms of your headline that you should be aware of that is not going to help you that will send your emails directly to spam. So if you're using all caps, a lot of exclamation points, or you use forbidden words like free or rich or that kind of stuff, then you will definitely have a lower opening rate because your emails will go to spam. So I'm going to put a link also for a list of what you can put in your headline and what not to avoid in the spam folder. Also, one of the things that you can do to increase your opening rate is to take a look at the sending time. Search online for an indication for when people in your niche are opening their emails and check also your analytics for peak open times. You can also get some intel on this by talking to your audience, have a conversation in your Facebook group if you have one of those, or you can ask your email list also what they prefer. So engaging with people and getting to know their habits And what they prefer is obviously going to help your opening rates as well. So why are we talking so much about opening rates? Because we want to send the signal to the email recipient's inbox provider that your emails are relevant. If we want to add another sign of relevance, it would be the click-through rate. If people are reading and they are clicking, That is a sign of relevance too. So I'm not going to dive more into that today, but definitely you can see that that is a sign of relevancy to your recipient's email inbox that people are spending time reading your email and they are clicking. So they have an interest in whatever you're sending them. So the next one is to look at the unsubscribe rate. First, I want to mention that this happens and it's okay if it's not a good fit. You should work on attracting the right people and deliver value regularly with the right amount of asking, promoting, and selling. You should check that each month or each quarter, depending on how often you're emailing your list. The most common reason to unsubscribe is lack of relevancy. If an email is considered irrelevant. It can be because it's simply not the right person. It doesn't mean that your email is not well crafted or that it is not relevant to your audience. So the first problem you can have is that the people on your email list are not the right people. So if that's the case, you should just be happy that they unsubscribe because you want the opening rates to go up You want the click through rates to go up and you want that to happen to send that signal to the inboxes that you are relevant. So if you are not relevant, that email inbox provider will learn over time that you are not a relevant sender and that will hurt your delivery rate as well. So you want to keep an eye on that unsubscribe rate and not be too worried about it that a few people unsubscribe every time that you send out an email. It's perfectly okay if they're not the right people. But if they are the right people, then you should investigate. Are your emails too boring? Or is the headline not appealing so they simply don't know it's relevant? It might also be that you made it simply too difficult to read So maybe they're exactly your ideal profile and exactly the right content that you're delivering to them. It has a tremendous amount of value, but you made it difficult to read. That can be because of poor formatting. You made it too long, like a wall of text. You made no shorter sentences and no breaks. So you should definitely clean that up and make it more white space in there, more easier to read. Add some bullet points, for example. Add a few images, but not too many. And speaking of images, a lot of people will have their image block enabled. That means that they will not see those images. So take care about how many images you're putting in there and that you are putting an alternative text where the image is supposed to show. They will then have a small text instead explaining what was in this or that they should turn on the images to see the actual content. Also be aware that a lot of people are reading emails on their phone and quite often they would have the image block enabled. So a very long email can look very, very long on a phone. So when you're designing web pages, you will always test in a mobile mode as well. And you should also do that for your emails. And one of the things you will discover is that you should have shorter headlines in order for it to be pleasant to read on a phone, but also that they can actually see the headline, okay? And the final thing about phones is that Sometimes when they read on the phone and they have their image block enabled, this will not count in your opening rate. So you cannot completely trust those numbers. So what you should do is to monitor your numbers and check the tendency over time. So you could keep a record of this in a spreadsheet, for example. Just make it very simple. The most important is that you learn from what is happening every time you're sending out an email And also that you over time can keep an eye on if something is not going as expected. That brings me now to email deliverability. Email deliverability is the ability to deliver emails to the recipient's inboxes. You should not confuse that with the delivery rate. So the delivery rate is the percentage of your emails that is received by the subscriber's mailbox, even if they land in the spam folder. So even with a good delivery rate, you can still have deliverability issues. So the email deliverability is the primary inbox placing indicator. And that number should be above 95%. That's the level you can expect. So if it's lower than that, you should definitely investigate what is going on. It is a quite complex metric. It depends on many elements, such as service provider, that is the platform you are sending emails from, whether that has a good reputation, that it is a good quality service provider that you're using. It depends on the sender's domain, the quality of your email list, the email frequency, and also on the sender's reputation profile. So when it's not delivered, you will get the message that you have a bounced email. A bounced email can be either hard bounced or soft bounced. So the hard bounce is that the email address doesn't exist or that the domain doesn't exist. So this is simply a wrong email. So obviously, no email program will be able to deliver or receive an email that is sent to an address that is not existing. But it can also be that the receiving email server has completely blocked delivery so that no email can be received or that emails of a certain kind cannot be received. I have, for example, I have clients that are selling online courses to public institutions. And for some of those, some types of email addresses are simply blocked, no matter whether they come from you and also not related to who is specifically receiving it and not related to the actual content of that email. In general, certain types of email addresses are simply blocked. So these are all examples of hard bounces. There is nothing you can do to avoid those, other to make sure that people are typing in the right email. And some don't even have that intent of, of putting in the right email. OK, so there's nothing you can do about the hard bounces. It is like it is, you will have wrong emails with non existing email addresses or domains inside of your email list. So you cannot do anything about that. The soft bounces can also have several reasons. The first one is that the recipient's mailbox is full. They are over the quota. So there's simply not space for your email to arrive. You obviously have no way of handling that problem either. It can also be that the recipient's email server is down or offline. Or that it can be that the email message is too large for what is allowed in their inbox. So this is one reason for keeping them smaller. Bounce rates are also industry specific, but it should not exceed 3%. It should probably even be lower than that. I'm going to put a link to Webopedia that has an article on this as well. Now, the next thing can happen is that it's not bouncing, but it goes into the spam folder or the promotion folder. So this is something that the recipient's email service provider will learn over time. Whether this content that it has received is relevant or not. Spam can technically be decided by the mailbox service provider, but it can also be marked as spam by your recipient. So if they feel you are spamming them, that you keep sending them stuff that they don't want, they might use that little icon and mark this email as spam. So over time, it will learn that emails coming from you, if a lot of your recipients did this, it will learn that this person sending those emails are sending spam. We better send all of that content directly to the spam folder for all of our users. This is why, my friend, using sneaky tactics to access audiences that are not interested in you and haven't indicated that it's okay that you sent them email is a really bad idea. It will hurt your reputation. But of course, you wouldn't ever think about doing that. I know that you wouldn't. Just want to put it out there that it is really important to think about that relevancy and that you think about your email list as one of your most important assets. And since you do so, you should consider your reputation as an email sender equally important as your brand reputation in general. So now all of this explained. I want you to Marie Kondo your email list. Of course, you should do all that you can to engage the people on your list. But we all still experience all of the mentioned events when sending out emails to our list. Spam, promotion folders, hard bouncing emails, soft bouncing emails, you name it. Like for any other valuable asset in your business, you want to do the maintenance work and protect the value of your email list. So you should prune your email list and you should do that to increase the opening rate. What I am saying is you should delete the people on your email list that are not relevant to your business. And you should do this to know the real value of your list. Increasing the opening rate will also increase the delivery rate because inboxes will then get the signal and learn that you are relevant. If a subscriber received 50 emails but did not open any of your emails, This is just another signal to the inbox provider that the sender is not following best practices. Therefore, more and more of his or her emails will be placed into the spam folder. And you don't want that to happen to you. So increasing the opening rate is the best way to send the right signal. When you are removing people from your list that are never opening your mails, your opening rate will go up so what I want you to do is to take a look at your list and delete those who are hard bounces. Also, delete those who are soft bounces after a while. And also then take a look at the rest of the people on the list. And here is where the Marie Kondo system applies. What she recommends is you take one thing at a time and then you hold it close to your heart and you ask yourself, how do I feel about this person? Is it a keeper or a deleter? Deliberately, how do you feel about that person? If you have never seen that person open an email, if you have never had a conversation, if they never participated in one of your webinars, they never purchased anything from you, they're not in your Facebook group or if you have one of those. Basically, you have no relationship With that person, it's just letters combined into an email address. It's a deleter. It's not a keeper, my friend. If they have been inactive for a long time, and how long depends on how many emails you have sent, or if there's a certain type of emails that they do open. If they have been inactive for a while, you should prune them. Delete them. This will help you get closer to the rest of the people that are the keepers on your list because the delivery rate will go up and they will not be put into the promotion folder because they will send signals that the content is relevant. So first, pruning, tossing what you don't have an emotional relationship to. Secondly, you should segment your email list. So if you have a big email list and they are, for example, at different stages in terms of using the solution that you are offering or they are in different time zones or they are interested in very different parts of your business, you should segment your list. So segmentation is a whole big topic and I'm not going to go more into detail to that. What I want you to understand here is that once Marie Kondo tossed everything that is not interesting and relevant and that you don't have a relationship with, you put the rest into boxes. So you organize your list. And once you've done that, you can further improve the relevancy of the content that you're sending to those people that will, again, increase the opening rates. When you increase the opening rates, your sender reputation profile will also benefit from that and that will improve your delivery rate. All of this leads me into seven good practices that you can apply. And you can get these seven practices also in the show notes. The first one is that you create great emails and headlines and that you work on your opening rate. So this is a very important part of your work that you are deliberately and consistently working on improving your opening rate. Number two, write like a friend and don't be too smart. Comply with the intentions of the inbox service providers provide a good user experience. So that, for example, means that your headline is not only created in a smart way so that people will open it, but that the content that is inside of the email actually is related to that headline. Number three, add unsubscribe links at the bottom of all emails. You should, in fact, encourage people to unsubscribe if it's not relevant to them. Number four, segment your list for relevancy. We already talked about that. And number five, create your email sunset policy and some rules for removing inactive subscribers. Number six, if you right now feel that you're not performing as well as you would like to, people are not opening your emails as intended. There are a few things you can do. Number one is obviously that you can remove them from your contact list. Number two is if you have been sending them a lot of emails, maybe send a little less emails to them. And number three is that you can run a re-engagement campaign so that you are trying to reactivate them with something very special happening and see if you can kind of wake the list up again. If that's not helping, you need to go back and remove some of them. And then number seven is to mark in your calendar or wherever you keep an overview of your tasks when to repeat the process. My friend, a final word. To increase the value of your email list, you should work on engagement and conversion as well. We just didn't have enough time today to cover that as well in this episode. And obviously, you should also work on growing your email list so that you get more people, more relevant, the right people on your list. But if you take just one thing away from today's episode, let it be that a bigger list is not a better list. On the contrary, a better list services you and your audience in a much bigger way. That's it for this episode, guys. If you love this episode, please rate and review the show and also hit that subscribe button so you're not missing an episode. Have a nice day. Bye for now.